to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to This is the Day with Pastor Wade. It is an honor and privilege that you have taken the time out of your life to walk with me on this journey we call life. I think, man, I feel like that we haven't talked in a while. I don't know what, why is that feeling? I could, I'm so anxious to talk to you guys today and have a conversation. I just want to welcome all the people that are listening for the very first time and joining our conversation. I do not take that lightly. Listen, you could be doing a whole bunch of other things. Listen, Netflix, you got Netflix, Hulu, you got all kinds of streaming services right now. If you're not uh, quarantined, you could be working, you could be doing a whole bunch of things, but you are taking the time out of your life uh, to join this conversation. And I do appreciate that. Let me just tell you what this is the day is all about. We talk about various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it altogether because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, I'm, and I'm talking to you, all of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe, without judgment, will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid, and we can't have, and we can have a conversation freely here on This Is Day with Pastor Wade. And you know, I got to start off with my, my boy Marvin Gaye. What's going on? What is going on in our world today, ladies and gentlemen? We got this Rona, the, the COVID, whatever you want to call it. I'm putting my quotes up in the air, quote, unquote, but bunny quotes. We got social injustice, not only to black people, even though we just had another uh, shooting of a black man. <clears throat> It's just uh, now it's starting to spread just like this so-called virus, this social injustice, even though this has been around for generations. You know, the only difference between now and back then, it's not that it's worse. It's always been going on. It's just now we have social media. It's just now that everything is televised. It's now that everybody has a cell phone, which is really a video recorder. That's the only reason we're able to see it live and in living color. And we can see right now just the lack of respect we all have for one another is at an all-time high. Listen, all-time high. Once again, it is at an all-time high. And the church is so divided. Do not get me started on that right now, ladies and gentlemen, about how the church is divided, how we are paralyzed. I don't even know if I want to associate with the church right now because the church is so paralyzed right now and divided just as we speak. And they're contributing to how we treat one another. Listen, I, I ain't even gonna say it right now. I'm gonna get into it later. Let's review uh, our last conversation uh, for those listening for the very first time uh, about from episode nine. We're, this is episode 10. Uh, we have now done nine episodes. And listen, if you haven't, if this is you joined us for the very first time and you haven't listened to the previous nine episodes, go and listen to them. You can stay right here and listen to this and join this conversation uh, at this moment, but go back and listen to those because trust me, during this time, during this moment, everything that's going on in the world, it is so 
relevant. How we treat one another is a major thing right now. Matter of fact, God is looking at how we are handling each other in this moment more than ever before. And I know people don't believe that. They were like, well, well, where is God? Well, God is looking going, well, where are you? How are you treating your neighbor? How can you love me whom you don't see and you don't even love your neighbor? who you do see. Oh, don't get me started. I'm already in trouble and we have just started, ladies and gentlemen. Let's review real quickly. We talked about verses promoting uh, the good of the body of Christ or for our brethren. We talked about command seven. Uh, it says, seek after that which is good for one another. We said first Thessalonians 5.15, see that no one repays another with evil for evil, but always seek after that which is good for one another and for all men. We also said that in this context, remember, everything has to have a context to it. And we like to keep everything in context here at This Is The Day because there are so many preachers. I just heard one this past Sunday. So many preachers uh, use things out of context. And what I always tell you, you got to stay in context because if you take the word text out of the word context, all you're left with is a con. I'm tired of people hiding behind scriptures to suit their own needs, their own purposes, or their own belief systems when they don't use the whole text or use the whole passage. Or like I always tell everyone, anytime you want to study the word or read the Bible, you have to look at one, what the evangelist or the writer is trying to say. Two, what is God or Jesus doing in the passage? Also, let me ask something else to that. You got to also look at the time that it was written and who it was for. Then you can apply it to how it applies now. See, y'all, I'm, I'm getting in trouble. I know I'm feeling it right now. I am so getting in trouble. We also talked about Ephesians 4.29, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word that is good for edification. Don't get me started on that. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word that is good for edification according to the need of the moment, that it may be give you grace to those who hear. Don't let me talk about edifying people building people up. I told you, I just heard one of the worst words I've ever heard in my life. Matter of fact, it wasn't a word, it was a speech. Uh, but don't get me started on that. Let's keep rolling. Uh, command eight, we said, be honest with one another. Colossians 3, 9, do not lie to one another since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices. Also, always remember, honesty stands opposed to hypocrisy and the cover-ups we all tend to hide behind in our relationship with others. Remember, dishonesty can steal not only time and material things from others, but it can rob others of the truth and the honesty that is so vital to good human relationships that truly benefit each other. We also talked about command nine, which is show hospitality to one another. And what do we say hospitality was? Hospitality is that friendly reception. Oh boy. Don't get me started again. See, I don't know why I keep going to this bad sermon that I just heard, but the friendly reception, because there was no friendly reception uh, at all in that in that sermon. There was no anointing at all in that sermon, but there is no anointing right now going on and how we treat one another at all because people are being governed by the spirit of fear right now. It's OK to be afraid. But the spirit of fear right now is governing our world, our nation right now. Even Jesus said it's okay to be afraid because he said, be of good cheer. It is I. 
and do not be afraid. So it's okay to be afraid. There's a difference between being afraid. Afraid means being apprehensive or, or uncertainty. The spirit of fear means that you are governed by that. Oh boy, I'm in trouble. Also, we say it with hospitality, the quality or disposition of receiving and treating guests and strangers in a warm, friendly, generous way. I can just stop right there. And that's only the review. We can just let that preach and just let that conversation just hold itself. And we can just look at that right now because that is so needed uh, at this moment. We also said 1 Peter 4, 9, be hospitable one to another without complaint. Uh, complaining. Do I need to go into how people are complaining at this moment? Well, I want 2020 to be over. Oh, man, we need to re a restart. Let's go to 2021. Uh, excuse me. We can't get to 2021 without going through 2020, without you seeing clearly of what's going on. See, everybody would rather go into 2021 with a lie. Uh-oh. In denial versus the truth. At least with the truth. I got all the information and I can choose. But you know what? The world doesn't want the truth right now. Oh man, I got a great quote from a movie that I, it's, it's later on in this conversation. Also, we said the emphasis in this passage is reaching out to others. It includes being warm and hospitable to others, such as visitors at church or having people in our homes, having people in our homes, having people in our homes. Uh oh, I'm sorry. We're supposed to be social distancing. Oh, my bad. We're supposed to be having people in our homes, the word says, but the, the government says we're supposed to be social distancing. Can I tell somebody something right now? If you look at Jesus's ministry, and this is the Messiah, this is the Lamb of God. This is who we quote unquote supposed to follow, right? We, he's the great example. If you look at his ministry, there is nothing socially distant about Jesus's ministry. And then if you want to talk about, oh, I know somebody just said, well, there ain't no pandemic going on. Are you kidding me? What do you think leprosy was? They had a leprous, leprosy colony during his time. Oh, there was pandemics, baby. Yeah, there was pandemics during his time. But see, just because there was pandemics during his time, Jesus went into the pool of Bethesda where there was a group of people. It was actually a community of people that had infirmities. Oh, man. It said blind, lame paralyzed oh my goodness let me stop right there because i am in so much trouble let everybody just keep social distancing social distancing when you look at it in its essence is demonic period end of story because when you talk about healing even a woman with the issue of blood said if i can touch the hem of his garment ah! Your healing is in touch. There are people right now that have the gift of healing that won't go out and heal people from anything right now because of social distancing. This is how the devil separates the church. This is how we starting to treat one another. People are choosing sides. I told you, I just heard this sermon that was one of terrible. Even the, the, the preacher said, God, why don't you just take the people that are wearing no mask? I swear to God, they said that, I swear. Uh, you know what? I shouldn't even swear. I'm not even going to swear. Let my yay be yay and my nay be nay. See how we kind of try to keep things in context? That's what was said. I'm just telling you. And I have the recording if you want to listen to it. Also, we said, other than having people in our homes and promoting fellowship among believers, we got to promote fellowship. Right now, are we promoting anything right now other than 
COVID-19, other social injustice, uh, are we promoting anything that's healthy, edifying the body right now? Anybody, I'll wait. Oh, nobody. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was waiting for somebody to tell me what else we were promoting at this time. Okay. However, in New Testament times, it is primarily referred to helping suffering believers, such as those in Hebrews 13, 1 and 3. And remember, I said th Hebrews 13, 1 and 3. I can't believe we're just still reviewing right now. Why? Goodness. It says, let brotherly love continue. Oh, even through COVID. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. That wasn't in the scripture, but it just says, let brotherly love continue. And it says, do not forget to entertain strangers. Do not forget to entertain strangers. Oh, if I got to entertain people, that means I got to be around people. Oh, my goodness. And another reason why you want to be around people, because your blessing is going to come through somebody. Ah, oh, let me stick to the let me stick to what we're talking about. I'm just giving free ones, free nuggets today. Do not forget to entertain strangers for by so doing, some have unwittingly, meaning unknowingly entertained angels. Remember the prisoners as if chained with them, those who are mistreated, since you yourselves are in the body also, and meant opening up their homes to those in need. We are not opening up anything right now to anybody that's in need right now because of fear. And I know, well, we need to follow the rules of the land. Stop it. Would y'all stop taking that, that scripture out of context? Listen. We are supposed to be around each other. It is impossible not to be around each other. Why? Because God's measuring stick is how we treat one another. That's how we know if you really love God. The way people are treating each other now is so revealing to how they really have a relationship with God. Oh boy, somebody don't like me now. Somebody just tuned, turned off right now. I know somebody turned off right now. I, look, listen, and it's okay. Look, I'm not here to offend you, but one thing I've always promised you, on this is the day we pass away, you're going to get the truth, baby. It's going to be unadulterated, unfettered, unhindered. It's coming straight with no chaser. That is the truth of the matter. You can either buy into everything that's going on, not saying don't be safe. I'm just saying you can either buy in totally and do it the world's way, or maybe this is the moment. Maybe this is the day to really take God at its word. I am just saying this is a time for not only individual relationships to go to the next level. You're talking about this is a time for the church to get their voice back. This is the time to show God's power right now in the middle of the pandemic. When is the best time for God to show up when everything is going all right? No, there now he could take center stage if the, the church body. If those that say they love him would just stand up and do it God's way in the middle of a pandemic. Ah, see, y'all gonna make me cry already because it's hurtful that people won't do that. They'll rather listen to CNBC than to listen to how Jesus did it. They'll rather listen to CNN than versus look at how what God says about it or go in prayer about it or even fellowship with those the even same believers that believe the same thing. People would rather isolate themselves because of self-preservation. Ah, man, let me continue. Command 10, it says, greet one another with a holy kiss. And we're still in review, y'all. 
It says Romans 16, 16, greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. This command is found four times in the New Testament. Uh, greet is, remember I said, don't try to pronounce these Greek words all the time, but aspazame. And that is spelled A-S-P-A-Z-O-M-A-I, which meant to greet or to welcome. But the basic and original idea seemed to be to embrace, to embrace, to embrace. Wait a minute. If I got to embrace somebody, that means I got to touch somebody. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. I am going to leave that alone. So... It came to be used as embrace of greeting, welcome, or even parting. As used in the New Testament epistles, it was a sign of love, affection, and general interest in others. Often today, our greetings are empty, superficial, or gain points for ego purposes. Don't get me started, ladies and gentlemen. We're greeting one another warmly and generally is a supra-cultural going beyond the cultural patterns with a holy kiss is cultural and will change the culture time or area as we see in european countries today in our culture it would include a warm handshake an arm around the shoulder or a hug y'all do y'all know how many people need a hug right now do you know how much how many people need a hug right now that they could get their healing just from a hug and here's the thing about when you talk about touch and agree, here's the thing about social distancing. See, we can't be in agreement because there's no handshakes right now. That's how we will greet each other with a handshake or with a hug. There is none of that going on right now because that is not the, the, the social practice right now. There's an indoctrination period right now. Everything that's going on right now is affecting how we treat one another. And we're not treating any, one another in a biblical way, the way God has ordained it. Oh, I'm in so much trouble. They're not going to like me when we go into the material today. I'm sorry. I still love you. But I'm just telling you, if you're going to be a part of our conversation, it's all about the truth here. It, it is what it is, y'all. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we always have a tradition here for those that are new. As you can see, we already experienced on the taxi, on, we already on the runway. So I need to make sure that your seat and tray tables are in the upright position because if you feel any turbulence on this ride, it is nothing more than God shaking you at the very root, whatever does not need to be on this plane. Look at your neighbor. If you listen to somebody say, are you ready? Look back at your other neighbor and say, I'm ready then let's go. Let's go into command 11. These verses, everything that we're about to go over right now, ladies and gentlemen, these are verses promoting unity uh -oh, and peace in the body. Oh boy. I don't know. Do y'all want me to continue? I can just stop because this is, this is going to be a tough one a little bit. And I'm only going to use the word. I'm, I'm going to keep my opinion out of it. We're going to use the word. This, these verses are promoting unity and peace in the body of how we treat one another. Command 11. It says, be at peace with one another. And you can find that in Mark 9, 50. It says salt is good. But if the salt becomes unsalty with what will make it salty again, have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Man, you, you and here's the thing about when you talk about salt. We are all light, salt, and seed. And the thing about salt is you're supposed to have the word inside of you because what happens is when people see your lifestyle or when they come around you in your proximity, you should be making them thirsty for the word. Ah, 
I cause salt makes you thirsty for something. You need to drink after you have some salty food. The, see, that was a free one. I'm gonna leave that alone. How are we gonna be at peace with one another if we're away from each other? That's not peace, that's division, that's separation. Oh boy, and we wonder why uh, uh, cops are still killing black men in the streets. We wonder why. Why? Because we are not, can't even be around each other so we can even make peace with each other. Don't get me started. First Thessalonians 5, 30, 13, and this is the B version. It says, uh, the B clause in that verse, it says live in peace with one another. Live in peace with one another. That speaks for itself. Let me tell you something about peace. Peace is more than the absence of war or a state of tranquility. For the Christian community, it expresses the harmonious and unified relationship of the body of people working together as a servant people in the kingdom of God for the purposes of God. It looks at a spiritual condition and attitude, which is the product of commitment to God. And out of that commitment to people, listen, y'all, if you haven't figured it out, if we're all built to be in relationship, we are all in the people business. All of us in the people business. You're going to need people some way, shape or form. If you're a business owner, you're going to need people. That's why I tell you there's no such thing as a self-made millionaire. Because why? They're going to need people. Listen, to fellowship, you're going to need people. You're, you're going to need, for healing, you're going to need people. Why? Because God sends healing through people. And yes, can you pray and God can heal you for where you are? Absolutely. But also, God is also trying to get somebody saved through you. Somebody, He's trying to win souls through you. So that's why God doesn't send the angel Gabriel and says, be not afraid. If he sent the angel to you right now, you probably lose your mind because you wouldn't know what to do. Even Peter, uh, James and John, even at the transfiguration on the mount, it, Peter was like when he saw Elijah and Moses with Jesus and he was all transforming and had the power of the globe. He didn't know what to do. He's like, well, master, what should we do? Should we, should I make an altar? He was just start fidgeting. Listen, if you saw something supernatural like that right now, you, would, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. That's why God sends people. That's why you're going to need people around you. They're going to have to be in your proximity. You can social distance all you want, but I guarantee you, you're going to keep missing your blessing because somebody's going to be holding it, walking by you. And if you're sitting there or standing there going, get away from me, <laughs> get away from me. They'll be like, fine. Well, God had this blessing for you. Well, since you don't want me near you or in your proximity or want to welcome me with a hug or a handshake or, or with a kiss, Ah, then therefore it's going to go to somebody else in your proximity that is willing to do it God's way. See, somebody mad at me, somebody mad at me, somebody mad at me. But you know what? It is what it is. Command 12. It says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Romans 12, 10 says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love, giving preference to one another in honor. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy, that that that's a showstopper right there. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. <sighs> Do I need to ask the questions, y'all? Is any of that, this is scripture now, Romans 12, 10. Is any of that going on right now? You can't even take that out of context if you wanted to. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. 
give preference to one another in honor. We are not honoring no one, no way, shape, or form, no how, especially we're in an election year. Oh my God, there's so many people divided on that front right now. We got black people wanting to just vote for uh, Biden and Kamala Harris just because we, there's a black woman on the ticket. And the interesting part is this black woman has no interest or has a disdain for black men. So therefore she can't be for black people at all. Second thing, why would she, everybody talk about, well, she's going to give us reparations. Reparations, are you serious right now? You think they're going to let a black woman give all black people reparations? Stop it. Then let's not talk about Mr. Biden right now, who's suffering from early onsets of dementia. He can't hardly remember his name. But you know what? Everybody's divided on it right now. And people... And I have people tell me, well, we just need your vote. So let me get this straight. You just want to vote for this side over here because you don't like this side over here? Well, let me tell you something. I'm not a 45 fan. And at least I know where 45 is coming from. He caters to a prejudiced market. I know that he doesn't like blacks uh, and Latino people. I get it. He don't like anybody, anything but white. I get it. That's fine. At least I know where he's coming from. These people over here, we do not know where they're coming from. Biden can't even remember where he's from. And then Kamala Harris is an opportunist. Listen, love the sister, East Jamaican Indian, which is, okay, don't get me started on that. But listen, I'm not just going to vote for her just because she's a black woman. Man, she don't even like black men. And then I've seen how she's treats some of our people. She has no, she gives no preferential treatment at all. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm going to leave that a loan. I know I'm going to get a phone call. I know somebody going to say, why'd you say that? Because it is what it is. We got to, <laughs> y'all, I'm going to have to let this go, y'all. Also, when you talk about uh, be devoted one to another in brotherly love, devoted means, and here's another Greek word, philostorgos, which is spelled P-H-I-L-O-S-T-O-R-G-O-S, which refers to family affection. It stresses how we should be devoted to and love one another because we are family, children of God through faith in Christ and new birth. Listen, whether you white, black, brown, beige, whatever you are, we all family, whether you like it or not. Like I told you, the reason why we are brethren, I know people say, well, we're not brethren until they all come into the faith. Well, let's look at that a little bit. If all of us that were born of a woman, our spirits, we live in a body and we have a soul, which is a mind. So in some way, shape or form, that would make us brethren because we're all the same. We all share a common thing, whether you like it or not. Oh boy, I don't know. I should stop. Should I stop y'all? Look, can somebody just hashtag me at Real Pastor Wade on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and just let me know if you're still my friend. If you, if, if listen, if you just want me to pack it up and just just stop. If you just want to just keep uh, uh, going, stay in denial. And if you want to do that, let me know that, and I'll just let it go. And listen, I could do something else um, and just find some people that just really want the truth. Okay, I'll be looking for that. Let me know, y'all. Command 13. It says, give preference one to another in honor. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. 
Oh, man, I don't know. Let's see. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love was command 12. And then command 13 is give preference to one another in honor. Give preference to one another. Oh, my God. Philippians 2, 3 says, do nothing from selfishness. Uh-oh. Or empty conceit. But with humility of mind, let each of you regard one another as more important than himself. Oh, boy. Understand this. In Romans 12, 10, honor is time, a valuing. It is involved in placing a value on something so that it came to have our honor and respect. Give preference, quote unquote, is literally to go before as a leader, lead the way. The idea that of leading the way in showing honor and respect, we must learn to give one another the priority and honor. Many of the problems which disrupt peace and unity and thus the mission and effectiveness of the church concern rights and privileges, places and prestige. Perhaps in Philippians 2, 3 and 4 is the perfect commentary on the meaning of this verse. Y'all, it also says do nothing from Philippians 2, 3 through 4. Do nothing from selfish or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, let each of you regard one another as more important than himself. Do not merely look out for our own personal interests, but also interests of others. Y'all, this giving preference one to another, you just heard me in Philippians uh, 2, 3 through 4, and I'll read it again. Do nothing from, from selfish or empty conceit. With humility of mind, let each regard one another as more important than himself. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also the interests of others. Ladies and gentlemen, there is such a lack of that going on around, I can't tell you. Remember I said, I just probably heard one of the worst sermons I've ever heard. It really wasn't a sermon, it was a speech. And basically this pastor was saying, uh, was talking about purpose. So the, the pastor used uh, out of context, in my opinion, uh, the, Jeremiah uh, talking about, I know the plans that I have for you. And so what happens is uh, uh, she also, the, the, the pastor also, uh, mixed apples and oranges. Uh, also went to like uh, quoted about Abraham um, when um, God's wanted Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. So for one thing that the pastor said is, hey, God, she's reasoning with God. She said, hey, God, why don't you uh, take my neighbor or take the people with no mask or 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 I got some cousins I don't like all these things that she said, take. And she's trying to reason with God. She's trying to explain, this is what you should do. But, well, the interesting part is the, the, the pastor is also a parent. And here, you're reasoning with God saying, take these other people. And God is dealing with you and asking something of you. And here it is. She asked, she said everything about take everybody else, everybody that doesn't agree with her or think like her because that's what that was her opinion. Everything that does, anybody that does agree with me that doesn't wear masks, anything she said, take all of them, but don't take my child. But here's the thing, even parenting one-on-one and every parent would have done this, that really operates in love. Never did that pastor offer themselves. Last time I checked, it says, present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Uh, wait a minute, never. 
did that pastor offer that? And then had the nerve to say that they created or invented social distancing. Like it was a cool thing. Like, yeah, I tell people, don't even hug me, kiss me, whatever. Give me a fist bump. All, don't do none of that. That's because even before the pandemic, you didn't like people. You only like people with status and stature or that can help you get to where you need to be, but not the common folk in your opinion. Matter of fact, use the word called crazies. Matter of fact, it's the crazy people that Jesus went to. If you look at this scripture, do nothing from selfish or empty conceit. Ladies and gentlemen, when I heard this sermon, it was nothing but selfish and, and, and empty conceit. No anointing whatsoever. And it says, but with humility of mind, let each of you regard one another as more important than himself. Then regard nobody else but themselves. Was I was uplifting themselves or telling other people, just look at yourself, uplift yourself, keep the other people. And this was said other people in the back and you be in the front. Oh my goodness. And then also in this scripture says, do not merely look out for your own personal interest. The whole sermon was about the personal interest of that pastor. And then also the interest of others. Listen, there was nothing in there about the interest of anybody else. It was a speech and basically it was ended like this, y'all. Thank you for your attention. Are you serious right now? Really? Really? We are so far off right now that we're just putting people up for that, that just say anything. And guess what? There was folks talking about preach. Oh, preach. I needed this. Listen, it reminded me of a movie with Michael Douglas. And it was a quote from the American president. And the quote says, and this is Michael Douglas quoting in the movie. He says, people don't drink the sand because they're thirsty. They drink the sand because they don't know the difference. My goodness. That is so what's going on right now. People are so tired, are so weary right now that they don't care what they drink. They just want to be made feel better. They just want to get back to their own lives. And instead of looking for God in the situation, are willing to drink sand in the middle of a pandemic. Don't get, oh my goodness, I'm in so much trouble right now. Listen, if y'all don't hear from me, listen, that means they, they kicked me out of the country or something. I'm sorry, I, I, I had to go. But these things are what's going on now and it's affecting how we treat one another. And now sermons are being preached that way. Oh yeah, that's why I love John MacArthur. I don't agree with everything John MacArthur does, but I do agree that this is a guy that at least knows the law and knows that he can have any gathering, regardless of what the government says, because this is his constitutional right, as long as it's peaceable. And it don't matter how many people he have there. Uh-oh, see, I'm in trouble again. Command 14, y'all, and we almost done. It says, clothe yourselves with humility. Oh boy, do I need to stop right there? Clothe yourselves in humility toward one another and be subject to one another. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It says, First Peter 5 and 5 says, you younger men, likewise, be subject to your elders and all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another for God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. That's why you're supposed to be humble in every situation. Because God's, there's always room for God's grace in your humility. When you're proud, you, when we say ego, meaning EGO, meaning edging God out, that's exactly what you're doing. 
There's no room for grace when you got ego or when you're proud. That's why we need humility towards one another. Even if you got it going on, even if you're the best of the best, even if everybody know it, you're all that in the bag of chips and you know it and everybody else know it. Remain humble. Why don't you start mentoring somebody to uh, be just like you or even better? Oh, boy, I said the wrong thing. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to mentor anybody to be better than them. Uh, I'm going to leave that alone. I am going to leave that alone because you're supposed to clothe yourself in humility toward one another and be subject to one another. And then the command before that says you're supposed to give preferential treatment. So you're supposed to be helping somebody and elevating somebody through all of this. This is all part of how you treat one another, elevating somebody else, not just yourself. Woo! Ephesians 5.21 says, and be subject one another to the, in the fear of Christ. These two verses go with each other like root and fruit or cause and effect and are tightly related to giving preference and honor Humility is a result of orientation to God's grace, which protects us from pride and typical ego tactics, which kill unity and peace. Humility is a mental attitude that allows and causes us to surrender our rights and submit ourselves to the needs and interests of others. Humility is never self-depreciation like, oh, shucks, it, it, it weren't nothing attitude or but an awareness of who we are and what we are by the grace of God that we are accepted in the beloved through the merit of Christ next thing that we are children of God who belong to God's family and lastly made uh, and we're made capable for God's calling on our lives by his resources and his creativity never ours though he may use our God-given talents which we are to use in his strength and never our own. Humility also means recognizing the value of others with the ability to appreciate them and their contribution to the body of Christ. This is why you're supposed to have humility. It affects your lenses. It affects how you see others. Even if you may got it going on, look at somebody through humility the way God would look at them. Then you'll be able to help them elevate. Then you'll be able to help them, give you, you'll be able to give them preferential treatment. You'll be able to be kindly affectionate one to another, even in a pandemic of quote unquote, and I'm throwing up up in the air, of social distancing. Oh boy, command 15, ladies and gentlemen, we almost done. I mean, this is the last one. I'm, I'm really telling the truth this time. Uh, show forbearance. Show forbearance toward one another. Ephesians 4.2, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing forbearance one another in love. Colossians 3.13 says, bearing with one another and forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Forbearance means, and in the Greek, it is, spelled, it is called aneko, and that is spelled A-N-E-C-H-O. It literally means to hold up. Is anybody holding up anybody right now at all other than the Black Lives Matter sign? Is anybody holding anybody up? 
Anything? Anyone? I'm, I'm waiting. Anybody? Nothing. Other than Black Lives Matter. Is, is anybody holding anything up? Anyone up? Okay. It contained the idea of to endure, to bear with, to put up with, either in relation or or in either in relation to conditions or people. It was sometimes used in the sense of listening to someone, but really hearing what they are saying. The context, here it is, of Ephesians 4 and 2 points to four spiritual qualities needed to forbear or to hold up one another with one another, humility, meekness, bridled strength, strength under control, or patience, knowing that God is not through with the other person, Jesse is not through with you and love a work of the word and the spirit quite obviously this one another command or injunction is aimed at protecting and promoting unity peace ministry and building up of the body of christ that is also suggested in other texts we tend to be to be provoked by others who do not cater to our whims or even our ideas or convictions because we cling oh boy to our rights and desires rather than the well-being of others oh my god oh my god i have to say that again y'all we tend to be provoked by others who do not cater to our whims to our own belief system, to the way we think. Even the Bible says, let every man be convinced in his own mind. Or even our ideas or convictions. Because we cling to our own rights, quote unquote, and our own desires, rather than the well-being of others. Do you see how, uh, how we treat one another as being so affected right now? Everybody is going by what their rights are and what their desires. And I find that interesting is, just as you have the right to wear a mask, you have also have a right not to wear a mask. <laughs> it's your God-given right. It's not, not even God-given right. It is your constitutional right. Because if if it's good for one side, it must be good for another. I thought this was the land of the free, the home of the brave. And then just because I don't believe what you believe, and I know you want to listen to Dr. Fauci and the CDC and all that. Praise the Lord. And you can listen to them all you want. But like I always tell you, for one side that says one thing, there's always proof and on the other side that says the opposite thing. But here's what, what is getting lost in the thing. The respect and love for one another. We're, we're uh, being on put on opposite sides now. People are choosing sides. And one thing is more right than the other, which is not the truth. There's only, there's... Uh, one side's uh, truth, there's another side's truth, and then there is the truth. It's like in a relationship. You have her argument, his argument, the, uh, their truth, or her truth, then the truth. And what happens is we're not coming together in the truth of how to treat one another. And because there's so much confusion, because there are so many things that are in the air, in the atmosphere right now, everybody is grasping on everything. And then they're Googling everything and whatever Google say, because, you know, Google is being controlled by the government as well. And then if you really want to see what the Internet is like, you need to go outside the country and use the Internet. And you really get to see how controlled we really are or watch the news outside the country. You get to see how controlled the U.S. really is. Understand this. When we become provoked, we are in danger of hurting others and the peace of the body of Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I pray you enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode 10, How to Treat One Another. I thank you for all the support and the responses, even though it's been tough, even though some of y'all don't like me, I still love and appreciate you. New episodes release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, faith come by hearing. And also for anything to become a habit, psychologically takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. And I find it interesting that uh, in this whole indoctrination period, since this quote unquote COVID has happened, we're past the 60, 90 day period. So people are getting the, the, the sad part is people are getting in the habit of wearing a mask, the veil. So what happens is when it's time for the mark of the beast, all you have to do is take the mask out of it and put the mark. So you're starting to see also uh, in uh, like stores and stuff like that, it says don't enter if you don't have a mask on. So if you want to understand what's going to happen in the end times, it's getting you ready for that, is don't enter if you don't have the mark because you won't be able to buy or sell. Just like you don't, if you don't have a mask on, you won't be able to buy or sell. I'm just saying that was free. <laughs> Let's keep going to be exact. Remember in all by getting, get understanding and then practice implementing what you have learned. Applying how we treat one another is the only way we can turn it around for good. A special thanks, gotta say it, to my man Kevin Clayton at I Am Music Group for producing this show. Erica Duff for the artwork. The Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. My man Alex Teamer, AKA 18 for the baseline. Pastor Warren, my pastor, Pastor Warren Campbell and Lena Bird Miles for This Is The Day intro. And get up mornings with my first lady, Erica Campbell, and a special shout out to the California Worship Center family in North Hollywood. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Remember to post any subject titles you would like discussed on This Is The Day Facebook page or feedback on your Facebook stories or Instagram stories on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is the only day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.